Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today. Aaron and Jennifer Smith, your hosts of the Marriage After God podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the benefits of being an always learner and how to become someone who loves to learn. Today's episode is brought to you by our faithful patron team who has chosen to help financially support this show monthly. Um, And since today is my birthday, I wanted to try something a little different. If you sign up today to be a part of our faithful patron team at any level, you'll be entered in for a chance to receive a copy of each of our marriage books, all of them, for free. And we'll also be added, you'll also be added to a special list of people who will get one of the first copies of our newest book coming out later this year, titled The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. This goes for anyone who's already signed up, who's already a faithful patron um, team member. If you are currently on the team, you will be automatically entered for a chance to win as well. Um, Again, this is to win a copy of all of our books, including one of the earliest copies of our newest book that's not even released yet. Um, And that's going to be later this fall. So we will announce the winner next episode. So please sign up today and not only support this podcast on our free daily prayer emails, but also be entered into this fun giveaway. Please visit marriageaftergod.com forward slash patron. Happy birthday, Aaron. Does anyone want to know how old I am? <laughs> I'm almost... How young are you? How young? I'm 39 That's awesome. today. Yeah. You've so always I'm, wanted to be older. I did, but now that I am actually older, I'm like, wow, I, I'm actually feeling old. This is the first time in my life that I'm starting to feel older. Your beard it has a lot more gray in it than it did last yep. year. Gray hair, achy body, um, <laughs> always sore. I don't 39. sleep that great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, everyone who's on social media, why don't you go give Aaron some lo- happy birthday love um, and just go tell him what you mean to him, um, what he means to you. Yeah. What you mean? <laughs> tell me what you mean to me. Yeah. You could do it at, at marriage after God or at husband revolution. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So today we're talking about the importance of being an always learner, a student, one who is eager to gain knowledge and experience. Yeah, but why is this important? Why is it important to to have a nature that seeks to always be learning and well, growing? Well, I think it it's a what's good about it is it it shows that we have a continue we want to continuously build it up and become who God's made us to be, mm-hmm. what we're capable of, um, character development. Yeah, there's lots of things. Sure. Yeah, to be better today than we were yesterday. <laughs> Like we talked about, I think we talked about this in January, this idea of like wanting to step up, mm-hmm. wanting to change, and it's rewarding. It's a, re- it's a rewarding part of personal growth. Well, I think, what, I think what's rewarding about it is when you start to learn, let's say, a new habit, and you're, you're 
making gains and you're accomplishing things because you've, you, yeah, I know, <laughs> because you've acquired the knowledge and then you applied mm -hmm. it, it just makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you're in control. Uh, just a quick side note on that. So in jujitsu, we're going to talk about it a lot because we're in it and we're excited about we're it. Learning we're learning a new thing. <laughs> uh, when you sweep someone, so a sweep is essentially you get them from on top of you to on bottom of you. Yeah. Like you just, you flip them over, which is not really easy to do in the middle of doing jujitsu. And when I do it, like you were just saying, it feels so good. I'm like, oh, that thing that I've learned, mm -hmm. it just worked. Yeah. That's cool. So it's a really cool feeling when, when you learn something and apply it and you actually see a fruit from that. Yeah, totally. Um, learning also keeps our minds sharp, like useful, mm -hmm. like all, maybe what we learned today, you know, doesn't always come in handy today, but mm -hmm. we can apply it in different ways and make these connections in life that are interesting. And I like that. Well, what's the opposite that happens if we kind of remain stagnant? Yeah. Well, anytime someone says the word stagnant, I think of stagnant water. I and I always think it's so gross. <laughs> you know, you, you hear as a little kid, like your mom, don't touch that, you know. Um, but it's true because like bacteria can overwhelm that little pool of water. It's not fresh. It's not flowing. It's murky. It's, it's gross. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not drinkable. It's not something you're going to go play in. And because you know it's not good for you. So it's, why would we want to be stag what's stagnant old, people? What's that old phrase? If you don't lose it or if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Yeah. yeah. I, that's not a quote that we're going to share today, but we <laughs> stay tuned because we, we got have some quite the list of quotes for you about being a learner. Yeah. So what um, we're, we're, we're encouraging our listeners today about, again, we, we always try and bring up things that we are trying to do. It's not that we've figured these things out, we, but we do desire to learn. We mm -hmm. desire to, to grow in, in knowledge. We do desire to, and not just knowledge for the sake of knowledge, mm -hmm. but um, skill. Mm -hmm. Like we want to have something that we can use to better our children's lives, better our lives, to better our uh, you know church's lives. Yeah. And in this episode, we are talking about learning generally. So it's not a very specific like, you know, intellectual or even physical, it's, it's all of it. And so as we say the word learn or, you know, gain knowledge, like we're talking about lots of different facets of life. And so hopefully as we share, things will just pop up in your mind of how you relate to all mm -hmm. of this, because we're not just talking about like learning from books. We're also talking about learning from people, learning from your spouse Podcasts. and your kids. Podcast. YouTube is a great one. Yeah. Or what you're learning about. So are you learning about uh, a hobby that you're interested in, mm -hmm. or are you learning about the word of God? Yep. Are you going back to school? Are you learning like a subject or mm -hmm. are you, are you learning jujitsu or learning a skill? Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like all of it. What are some things that we've, we, we talked a little about some of these things the last couple episodes. What are some things that we've been trying to learn over the last few years? One of them I, immediately guitar. Oh yeah. You know, that was on my, the front of my mind, but yes. Um, we did share that recently. And we also shared, I shared, um, self-control with eating. I've been trying to learn mm. new habits and understanding, understanding how, your body works how my body works. Yep. Health, how food works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, things that we've been over so from being married day one to today, learning how to cook. Yep. And that's not just you. That's both of us. We've come so far, so far. me learning how to like smoke meat and, and, and cook different kinds of cuts of meat and mm -hmm. you learning how to cook Asian dishes and Mexican dishes and every single type of dish you can think of. That's a really good that's been a really cool thing. Well, and it's a good example of why learning is important because had we, if we were stagnant and we didn't care about cooking, yeah. we'd still be 
imagine at those beginning years of marriage and eating really uh, uncooked noodles. <laughs> or, or, yeah, either gross food or yeah. fast food or things that aren't super Which good we did us. a lot of. I know that's what I'm saying, but but the benefit is is as we've grown and learned how to cook, we've been able to help support each other in marriage because when I'm, you know, just had a baby and postpartum, you step up and you're mm-hmm. providing all the meals for everyone and you're making that happen. And mm-hmm. When I'm not in postpartum and my body operates well, I do it for the family. So it's just cool to see the growth of that. And I've I've learned a lot about how to be able to make bigger meals for bigger families. Our family's growing. Yeah, we, we have friends that have bigger families. Yeah. Sorry, I could go on about food. <laughs> we love food. If you don't know that about us, we love food. Um, other things I can just think of when it comes to things that we've learned, um, learning how to be parents. Yeah. Like no one, there's no school for being a parent. There's a lot Maybe of there is a school somewhere, but we've never there's been There's a lot it. of information. But there's a lot of information. And so one of the ways we've done that is lots of prayer, of course, but talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, you've you've tried to encourage me a lot to get into books and I've gotten to a handful of them, but you've gotten into a lot more. Yeah. Um, li- just listening to people's stories. So learning from people because they have the experience. In, in that realm of parenting, also homeschool, like how to homeschool if that's the route you're taking because that's what This is chose. something you've done really awesome in, by the way, to Thank going you. from never, you did, um, what was it, like preschool stuff? Uh, Aaron and I both grew up in public school and- I had uh, no idea what homeschool When I was like. 18, I got a job at a private Christian preschool. And so I worked with two and three-year-olds for many, many years. And then we had kids and we were Which made us what, made you think that maybe we had this kid thing on lockdown at first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until we had our own. Until we had like, our what? own. But yeah, I we we decided that we were gonna homeschool, but for me it was like, okay, I have some general knowledge of how to entertain a two year old, but mm. this is this is each year it was like this is new, this is new, this is new. And even still, yeah, you know. Sometimes learning is something that we're forced to do. Yeah. Like we're thrown into the deep end or thrown. Yeah. And you have to swim <laughs> to yeah. the edge. Um, but sometimes it's something that comes out of an actual desire within us. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that that's something that we can pray for that God would give us more of a desire of that? Yeah. I mean, I, of course we could pray yeah. for it, but like if we don't, cause it's something that I've struggled with, like reading, um, in, in for one instance, reading something that, that's been hard for me. Not that I don't know how to read, it's hard for me to be interested in reading mm-hmm. or have a desire to be like, I'm just going to pick up a book and read it. But or, there's different ways that you're a good learner. Like you mm-hmm. are a researcher at heart. Like if you're interested and passionate about a topic, you're going to research that thing until you can't find any more information about it. That's true. Which and, I haven't done a lot of lately. And I there's, there's, diff- back into researching. there's different types of ways that people do learn. So some people are auditory. So podcasts for them are, are great. I'm very auditory. Yeah. I listen right now. Reading. Nowadays I've figured out I love audiobooks. Right. Instead of reading the book, you listen yep. to the book. Um, some people are more kinesthetic. So hands on, mm. show me, tell me, uh, let me do it. You yeah. Know. Some are visual. So if you're listening and it, like try and connect some of these dots for yourself, what, how, what kind of learner are you? Mm-hmm. You know, what areas can we say, Hey, I want to be a better learner or I want to have more desire of learning in these types of areas. Maybe it's physical things like gardening. Like that's a, that's something that we've, we've dabbled in and found some really awesome love of doing. Yeah. Um, and failed at a lot too, but it's something that we want to learn. So failing is a part of the process. (laughs) I know. Uh, there's quotes about that, about (laughs) failing. We are going to get into some quotes. Speaking of quotes, Mm. um, I thought it'd be fun just because there's certain things that uh, stick with me about a topic. And so, you're a meme person. Yeah, I'm just you a meme love person. memes. I like short and sweet. Give it to me, you know. Okay, so this first one is by Albert Einstein. It says, "Intellectual growth should commence at birth and only cease at death." 
Hmm. So, so he's saying we should just be always learning. Always learning. And it's a lifelong journey. Um, we don't have to be stuck in a rut of who we are today or, or how we do things, habits that aren't working for us because we have the ability to learn and we can grow and we can change for the better if we choose to pursue mm. intellectual growth. And <clears throat> excuse me, I think this is an, it's an also a really powerful thing that God's given us this gift of the ability, like our minds, it's unique in yeah. all of nature. Yeah. Like there's certain, yeah, there's certain animals out there that can learn things. They can learn repetitions. They can have Mimic, good memories. Yeah. They can, they, they can do a lot of things, but us, his creation made in his image, the ability to reason, to have a will, to, to desire, to change in certain ways, to, to, to seek choose. out, to <laughs> choose, to, to open up that content, to look into that topic. And man, the, the amazing things you just go on YouTube for half a second and the amazing things people do. It's pretty cool. And you're like, wow, like humans are incredible. So it's a gift to be able to do this. We should use it. And we should, I think we should use it. Yeah. Always. <laughs> Here's another quote. Um, it says, study without desire spoils the memory and it retains nothing that it takes in. That's Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci. So this goes back to what I was saying earlier, Aaron and you, I recognize that when you're passionate about something, you are all in, you're almost obsessed with that thing. And you just, you want to talk about it. You want to consume all the articles you can read. About I have to it. be forced to like shut it off, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. And I think it's just a part of your process and how you retain mm -hmm. information. And this, this quote is saying like, that's a good thing because when you're, when you study something with a desire to do it, I know half the things I learned in high school, I don't remember. Yeah. It's not there anymore, it. yeah. but this is a, a good tip for what we're t talking about today is if you want to be an always learner, find out how you like to learn, find out what you might be passionate about and see how you can incorporate that and weave that into your life. So for me, opening up a physical book is not the most desirable thing, but finding an audiobook or, is. Or going to lunch with someone that knows something about that topic and exactly. you know you could pick their brain about it. Yep. Or, or watching, um, documentaries or yeah. videos about this stuff that that that's a whole nother avenue mm -hmm. of learning for me so finding a way to make it a desire good um another one was uh it's just an african proverb but it says smooth seas do not make skillful <laughs> <laughs> say that again smooth seas do, do not, not make, make skillful sailors yeah that's it's like a, a tongue twister for me <laughs> yeah but what's interesting what i love about this is just showing that it's not something that just comes like you don't just hop on a boat and now you're a sailor. Maybe yeah. you're a sailor, but you're not a skillful one. But, but even going beyond that, like as we're learning, if the circumstances around us are tumultuous or, mm -hmm. um, the thing itself that we're trying to learn, like if it's an experience, it's if it's hard, like, like being tossed in or <laughs> being tossed in jujitsu or whatever it is, it's physically demanding. Yeah. It's going to, benefit you if it if it's rough because then when it is smooth mm -hmm. you, it's you're gonna fly right yep and that the it's the roughness of the seas or it's the it's the challenge of the knowledge yeah is what makes the knowledge not just stick but also increase mm -hmm. so it's, it's that question of can you apply it yeah it's one thing like you learned this thing in school it's another thing to see if that thing actually works in yeah. real life. Um, it actually reminded me of a proverb, Proverb 14, 4. It says, where there are no oxen, the, ma the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. And you can apply this financially of like, well, 
without the ox, which is the investment, without investing in something, you're not going to have abundant of nothing. There's you're, no stress. There's nothing to deal but, with. Yeah. So, but on the other hand, you don't have a dirty manger. You're like, yeah, I don't have to clean up after the ox. I don't have to deal with the, the financing. I don't have to deal with this. I don't yeah. have to do that. But you also don't get the benefit of mm-hmm. the investment. But on the on the converse, you if you if you invest, there's more potential for that return, that gain, that uh, that fruit from that investment. And so it could be investment investment of money, time, learning. All these things are a way of saying like, well, oh, I don't have the energy to go learn a new topic or figure out how to start a business. Okay. You won't have the stress of starting that business and failing and trying this and trying that. That's you fine. Have the opportunity. But you're also not, yeah, you're not yeah. going to get the the fruit or profit from that thing that yeah. you could be building. Yeah, that's good. Okay, this next one is from Chet Holmes. And it says, I realized that becoming a master of karate was not about learning 4,000 moves, but about doing just a handful of moves 4,000 times. That's good. Yeah. Repetition is everything. It's it's yep. key. Um, so whether you're learning a physical move with your body or memorizing scripture or building another habit to, say, maintain your home mm-hmm. and like just trying to um, couple certain things that will help mm-hmm. you manage better, better uh, doing those things in repetition yep. is key. Uh, one of the books I was reading about habit forming, mm-hmm. it was talking about it's not necessarily um, – uh, how much you've done something over time, but how often you do the thing. Mm-hmm. So like, are you doing it daily? And he, he gave this tip of like, miss a day or two, but don't miss three. Yeah. And so the idea is if you want to get this start a habit, if you want to get in a habit of being in the word, if you want to be, get, be in a, have a habit of prayer, if you want to have a habit of reading or whatever that is, the repetition, like, is it consistent? Mm-hmm. Even if you're not great at it, even if it's not perfect, are you doing it every single day? Is it on the same time every day? Is it in the same way every day? And then you think about it 365 days later, you've just put a whole year into your belt uh, with that thing you're doing. So good. Yeah. So the next quote by Abigail Adams, which is John Adams wife. Awesome. I didn't know that. (laughs) Uh, Learning is not attained by chance. It must be sought for with ardor and attended to with diligence. I love this one. Um, Because of the beautiful words? Well, yeah. She (laughs) she writes so eloquently. Um, But it's true. Learning doesn't happen by chance. Now, there's certain circumstances and situations where we end up learning the the hard way. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Um, But things aren't just like downloaded into us. Like, it's not like one day you don't know, and now all of a sudden I know everything. Elon Musk is working on something. (laughs) I'm not suggesting we do it, but. No, the real life is we have to do the work. Yeah. I, it also to. made me think of the matrix when you plug in. And, a, you know? yeah. okay. and then all of a sudden he said. But that's not reality. So it, it learning, learning requires much of us. And so we need to learn to embrace that, that there's a learning curve, that there's going to be hardness and there's going to be stress and mm-hmm. um, that it will take time. But if we do this with ardor and attendance and diligence, mm-hmm. we will we'll not just learn something, but we will grow. Like how you opened up with, why is this important? We mm-hmm. will grow in our character. We'll grow in our confidence. We'll grow in what we know and our skill set so that when opportunities present themselves, we can dive in. It's mm-hmm. really good. And it, it all goes back to what everything we've been saying is just this, this consistency, this diligence, this 
this desire to just st- stretch our minds, use that muscle because that's yeah. what it is. It's a muscle. Yeah. And just using it, growing it. So we've given a bunch of quotes from normal people. I think we should give some quotes maybe from the Bible. Yeah. Right. Let's do it. Proverbs 18, 15 says, an intelligent heart acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. And it, th- this, there's this, all throughout Proverbs is this theme of the wise man seeking out counsel, knowledge, mm-hmm. wisdom, and the fool not hearing any of it, <laughs> not wanting any of it, remaining where they're at. And so there's just an encouragement in just generally for us as believers to not desire to be foolish people mm-hmm. or not seek wisdom. So this doesn't, none of what we're saying, I hope it doesn't come off as like, oh, now you need to be like reading all these books and starting businesses and all this. We just, we want to inspire and remind us that it's good to learn yeah. and that we can have a posture and a, and a heart of, am I, am I currently learning or have I just been kind of going, mm-hmm. maintaining, uh, being stagnant? And so I think we're, that's what we're trying to encourage. When I, whenever I read scripture and you come across a verse like this, to me, it's always like a heart check. Like, oh, wait, am I, (laughs) which way am I going? (laughs) And it's good to, it's good to be reminded of these things of like, oh, I need to be, I want, I need to use it before I lose it. Yeah. Right. Especially since I'm getting old. I'm 39 now, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Proverbs 1, 7 says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So that just, again, goes back to what you were just saying. What's cool about this one though, just as a note is, is the beginning of knowledge just in general is truly fearing the Lord, knowing that he's the creator, that he's the king, that he's the master puts us on the track of knowing knowledge mm-hmm. of knowing, not just him, but if he created all things, don't you think he knows all things? Yeah. And <laughs> something that I've found fascinating since having children is the wonder of how God is in everything. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you go on a hike and you start explaining the, the kids, they have so many questions about everything. And you realize and how you, big it all is. <laughs> yeah. But you start explaining like, well, God made that leaf and God made that caterpillar and, you know, and isn't his creativity and design so wonderful. And so what I love about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge is no matter what we're learning, we can find God in it. Like mm. we can, we can experience it with him. Yeah. 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 Matthew eleven twenty eight through 29. Jesus says, come to me all who are, who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest, which is just stopping there for a second is so beautiful. And if you feel heavy and, and burdened that Christ is the one that gives us rest, he is our rest. And then he says in verse 29, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. He he says to take his yoke, which is something that is to be that is used to work, right? You put it over your shoulders and it and uh, on an ox and it drags and it plows. But he's saying his yoke is light. And then he says, learn from me. And he likens learning from him as something that will bring you rest. So learning from Christ, learning from who he is, what he said, who he says we are is something that can bring us rest. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some, I mean, I think there's, that's powerful. Well, I think just to add to that, there are sometimes seasons of our lives where we do feel so heavy that we can't possibly fathom picking up a book or yeah, learning like a new skill. Yeah. You, you, because we, for whatever reason, you just can't. Um, and so our encouragement is to 
what Jesus is saying in this verse is learn from me. And mm -hmm. so no matter what, you can go to him and you can be learning from him. So yeah, you're learning, still learning. Learning his patience, his kindness. But maybe for a season, you're just focusing on him and nothing else. And that's a good thing. Maybe we all just need that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we do. Yeah. Ephesians 5, 15, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise. Just again, reminding us the, as, as believers, this is specifically talking to the church, the, the church in Ephesus, but us as a whole, that we pay attention to our, our, the way we walk. What kinds of things are we learning? Cause this is a big thing. Like, are we filling our minds and hearts with things that are not good? Mm. Are we, are we desiring to learn um, harmful things or are we learning things that bring wisdom and, and counsel and, and profit in many ways, not just financially, but like spiritually and emotionally and mentally and physically. Are we, are we walking as wise or unwise? It's good. Well, being an always learner means that we are teachable. Do, do others recognize this quality in us? Are we a joy to teach. Like if someone's going to teach you something or, or share, share with something their, yeah, with advice. you, are you an easy person to sit down with and, and teach and share? Um, are you receptive? Um, being an always learner means we're humble to recognize that we have areas to grow in because we're not perfect and we won't be perfect. There will always be room for more growth. And it also means that we're paying attention in order to retain mm. what we're learning because we care because we're passionate because we're interested. And so, yeah, having that heart is saying, I recognize I need to grow. And so I'm willing to hear it. Yep. That's it. That's learning. I, I'm willing to learn how I can grow mm -hmm. where, where I have shadows and sharp edges that need to be refined. refined. Um, mm, that's a good word. Yeah. It reminds me of a, a story that just happened that, um, earlier this week. Um, we were driving home from, uh, somewhere, I don't remember where it was, or we were going to jujitsu or something. And I was listening to Olive sing in the back of the, the car and she's just got this natural talent. Like she hits the notes and she sings in key well, and, and she remembers the, the songs. And lately she's been, she knows that she can sing well and she'll play with her notes. And so she'll go up and she'll do the little vibrato thing. And yeah, it's actually really pretty. She, it's really pretty. And I'm just, I, look, I lean over to Jennifer quietly. I'm like, I think we should consider someday getting her singing lessons. And of course, as always there, she's listening. <laughs> like she's just singing behind us. But they're listening. They they're always, always hear attention. what we're talking about. So parents, I mean, you probably know this already, but your kids are listening all the time. <laughs> anyway, she goes, Dad, I don't think I need singing lessons. I'm pretty much already perfect at singing. So why don't we? And then I'm like, Olive. <laughs> I, I, I kind of laughed like, that's really cute. Uh, you are really talented. God's gifted you. But we none of us are perfect. We all need to learn something. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it was just so sweet because in her mind, she, she has, a, she thinks so highly of herself, she's which is confident. good. Yeah. But right now she's in a process. All of our kids are of learning to learn. Yeah. And that's, I always tell my, I, I tell my son, your job right now as a, as a 10 year old is to learn how to learn. Mm -hmm. That's your whole job. And so we're, we're in the process of teaching them how to learn, but it just shows me that sometimes we have this heart. Yeah. Like, oh, I've got, I've already got that figured out. I don't need to learn anything else. Yeah. Or we could just be like stubborn and stuck yeah. in our ways and stuck in our, you know, where we're at mentally and emotionally that we, yeah, we just think we don't need anything else. Um, I'm going to admit something personally. 
What's that? I have a, so just like, you know, I can't watch a movie twice. (laughs) If you don't know this about me, I, I watch a movie and I cannot watch it again. It's so hard for me to do just because I can remember everything about it. Like all the mystery is gone in it. I have that sadly same problem with books of the Bible. Mm. So I have a hard time getting myself to go open up a book that I've already read a thousand times. And I'm like, wait, what else should I? And it, it's not right of me because there's always it. Like we always talk about this, that it's shallow, that a baby can wait in it and that an ele- and so deep that an elephant can, you yeah. know, s- swim in it. I should not be afraid to open it back up and be like, well, what does God what have else? for me today? Yeah. Cause it's relevant. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Thanks for admitting that. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> okay. So how do we be someone who's always learning? Well, we can recognize first that um, we are to keep learning. Like we're past high school, we're past college. Like we, we, we're never too old to learn. Yeah, we. It's a part of our life. It's mm-hmm. a, again, it's a blessing that God gave us the ability to learn, to grow in our knowledge. I think I've shared this before, but sometimes I get stuck in thinking like, well, I wish I would have learned that as a kid because mm-hmm. in my mind. Being a child so is when things. the development happens. So now that I'm an adult, if it didn't happen then, it's not going to happen now. And I convince myself that it would be too hard to do. But as I'm... You're proving yourself I'm wrong. I'm totally proving <laughs> myself wrong this this year. But it's been really cool to see that, yeah, we, we don't stop. We don't stop. We don't have to stop. Anyways, um, the next one is be willing to commit to learning, studying, reading, consuming. We shouldn't settle to just veg out on our devices or on entertainment, you know, like we should, we should be using our time wisely. So maybe it's, you know, that commitment is like, Hey, I'm going to go to the library once a month and I'm going to pick out a book on something, something I'm passionate about, something I'm excited about, something I'm just interested in or Mm -hmm. curious about. And then however long it takes you read it. Like you don't read in a day necessarily, but maybe some, some people care. We know know people that could just read books in a day, but um, so com- make a commitment, put it on the calendar of like a way that you might try and incorporate this into your daily life. The next one is uh, use time wisely. Oh, I think I just said that already. Did you? Yeah, but that's okay. It's important. Oh. <laughs> use time wisely. Well, the idea is, is I'm sure all of us have something that we waste our time with. Yeah. <laughs> so, so social media, mm-hmm. movies, whatever it is, maybe we can sacrifice that thing that we waste our time with. Mm-hmm. And replace it with something that is educational, something that's furthering our, our knowledge. Growing us. Yeah. Um, another one's ask others for input on resources that pertain to a specific area that you desire to grow in. So, so finding an expert in something. Yeah. Right? That's good. Yeah. Some influence. Um, and lastly is don't forget to encourage one another with rich conversation about what you're learning. Um, your spouse is right there and most likely they're learning alongside you, even if they're not doing the thing or learning the thing or reading the book, they are hearing it and they're absorbing from you and vice versa. And so, um, there's room there for conversation and, Mm -hmm. um, sharing, which is good. I want to make one more note before we, um, end this episode. Uh, the power of, of growing in our knowledge and skill and abilities and all these things isn't just for our personal growth, but what happens is when the, when the tree has good fruit, so spiritually, when you have good fruit, who does the fruit benefit? Those around you. Those around you. Yeah. They pick the fruit and they get to eat it and like, Mm -hmm. wow, that tastes good. Wow. I love being around you. 
growing in these things, growing in this area, growing in knowledge and, and abilities and skills and all these things and whatever aspect, whatever um, quantity they they come in, it's going to benefit your spouse. It's going to benefit you. It's going to benefit your children. It's going to benefit your neighbors. It's going to be able to benefit your church. Essentially, it's just as we always talk about from our book, Marriage After God, our tool belt. It's just adding tools into your tool belt that yep. God can use in you for his glory, for his goodness, for his gospel. Would you Amen. agree? Yep, totally. Yeah. Good job. Well, that kind of wraps it up for our encouragement today of being an always learner. And uh, we do want to end with our growth spurt section. Um, Which this is a new one. This is a new one because we're in the month of April now. And so we thought we would encourage you guys to invest intellectually by reading a good book and then discuss, uh, da, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> discussing mm-hmm. it with it. your spouse. So, so um, can they do an audiobook too? Because totally. I know I'm sure there's someone out there like of me. Course. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, some book of some sort and discuss it. Yeah. So, um, With that, do you want to pray? Yeah. Dear Lord, thank you for the gift of knowledge. We pray we'd be people who seek and pursue knowledge. We pray we'd be humble and recognize that there will always be some so much more to learn and grow in. We pray we would seek and study our spouse and know them well. We pray we'd be always always learners of your holy word. Please help us to experience growth in our relationship with you as your Holy Spirit teaches us. We pray your will is done in us and through us as you shape and mold our characters. In Jesus' name, amen. to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today.